welcome to another episode of Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by Hunter Van Lera. And Bane! I guess we're just doing this. Hello! Yep, this is we're happening. citizens of Gotham! I'm back! Because we're talking about my show! Later, we'll get there. Hunter can come back now. Hey guys, oh I'm God, here. I can't. Bane's just chilling next to me, hanging out, having a good time. Is that what it is? A big man yeah, next ruler to you? Yeah, Bane Town. He's just chilling. <laughs> is that what it is? Bainton. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ugh, anyway, guys. So we are brought to you by Andrew's, <laughs> Andrew's Maze Comics down in Sabre, New York. Now let's start the show with some news. Uh, so we talked about this last couple weeks ago. Uh, no, we didn't. We talked about it way yeah. like back in the first episode back from quarantine. Yeah, so what they were doing was they shifted some books. Marvel. And DC. But Marvel shifted about 19, 20 titles. Um, 19 titles that they shifted to digital only. Now, um, they haven't officially said anything yet, but for August September, August to September, they're bringing back those 19 issues. Because it was all like the last one or two issues of their series. Right. Like of Scream, those. it was one more. Scream. Uh, Jane Raven Foster. Croft, Raven Jane Foster. Foster. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Ravencroft, I think, had three left. Yeah, they'll finish but, it. Yeah. So I'm glad they're bringing them back. Yes. Because... Like, Ant-Man had two. Yeah. Hawkeye had two. Like, Ghost Rider had one. I mean, yes, it's going to be spoiled for those who didn't get a chance to read it online. Which I or already read them online. Yeah, I mean, read them online, yeah. Um, but and it's a double purchase if you're one of those guys who has bought it because you wanted to finish the story. Which you got. And now you can get it in print if you're a collector, but... It makes yeah. sense. They should have done this. They absolutely should have done this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. I'm glad they're bringing them back. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... You should have just kept to your word because now we know if we bitch enough, we'll get it. I wasn't. Bitch- <laughs> I know. No, I had nothing to do with bitching I enough. I think it was more about the fact that they were, they so they weren't going to be able to make the money anyway. I also think they did it as a big middle finger to DC. No, that, D- no. just a little part of me goes mm-hmm. anything to one up them. No, I think the, DC hasn't announced any print only, versions they, of their but, final ones. But only two. Only two books did that. It was f- three. It was, it was three. It was two. I thought it was three. It was Terrific and Supergirl. That was it. There was one more. Nope, that was it. You keep saying Harley Quinn, but it's not. I thought it was Harley Quinn, but I think they just canceled it at 75, and I thought, oh, it's, a, it's the yeah. last one. I thought there was one no, more. No, it's only it. Those are the only two. I'll believe you for now. Until yeah, I that's the only reason. So, three. that's why. And, and and they didn't really do it to DC. It makes more sense that they Marvel did it because all their books were... Because uh, it was 19 books. They canceled a lot. Yeah. Well, because they also canceled a bunch of tie-ins. Yeah. They canceled a bunch of tie-ins. Oh, Man Bat. But that wasn't canceled. They just no, cut that one out. No, yeah. definitely, yeah. I knew it was one more. Yeah. What happened? No, no, my brain just... Farted. Oh, Jesus. My brain farted. Well, yeah, so, no, it's fine. Like I said, it, it, the big thing is that they, they did that only because it saved room at the time. And I get it. It helps yeah. retailers, and, and we all understand why. Then bringing it back, I understand also why, because it's wanted to make make money off it. Yeah, they, they make money. make everybody have their series back. Exactly. reading. And then second of all, it's everyone's going to everyone's going to get those books. If it's on your pull list, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're guaranteed sales. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to move on to sweet Batwoman news? Yeah, so uh, CW, they finally casted Batwoman for season two. The character of Ryan Wilder, I think is her last name. Brand new character. Brand new character into this universe. It is, uh, she's cast as Javicia Leslie. Brand new She's from uh, God Friended Me and Family Business. Uh, one of them is an ABC show. One of them is I know an God Apple f- TV show, I think. Uh, I know God Friended Me is, is uh, CBS. CBS, okay. I knew it was one of the sitcom yeah. ch- uh, networks. But uh, I haven't seen anything she's been in, but I heard God Friend of Me is pretty funny. So I believe she can act if that is is a sign of good faith. So she's a brand new character who's supposed to be like lighthearted and jovial as compared to um, Batwoman of Kate Kane where she's like a badass bitch. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I hope they don't introduce her lame. And I do also hope that they tie in a book to her. Not like tie into the show, but like 
do a new Batwoman book, and then introduce Ryan as a side character, and after arc one, Batwoman disappears, and then Ryan takes over, and then they both come back, and they're both Batwoman or something. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if, I, were, if I was DC right now, and I saw that what CW was doing, because obviously they let it happen. Yeah. Because well, yeah. they're letting a DC character come into play. They're probably going to do something. Well, no, not even that. They just need They don't have to, but... Well, no, the reason they brought, why... They brought Diggle and Felicity into the universe. It just well, took them a couple oh, of years. Well, no, Felicity was always in the universe. Yes, but she was way different. Yeah, that's... Felicity the... was originally in two issues of Green, Lan- Green Arrow. No. She had black hair. No. Yeah. Felicity was back in the 70s because she's Firestorm's stepmom. Uh, she's Firestorm's stepmom. Yeah, but she had black hair. No, she's blonde hair. She's Firestorm's stepmother in the comic books. They just changed it for the TV show because they needed some. Yeah, sort I know, of, but what? Uh, yeah, what, and when then, I read up on Felicity. She had black hair, and she was in like four issues of. And then they re-add, they added her now. Yeah, in the they Green changed Arrow her. Yeah, from yeah, New Fifty Two, and then Diggle is a brand new character. Yeah, so I think yeah, it'd be one of those um, uh, Holly Quinn type of things like the name Mark Warrior, bring them in from the the other media in maybe down the line. I yeah. wouldn't be like I wouldn't expect them not to. Yeah, especially if they want a new Batwoman series, because she's like AFK, right? AFK, Jesus. She's, um... MIA? MIA right now. AFK, what the... Away from keyboard. It's a gamer thing. <laughs> uh, no, like... <laughs> I she, flexed yeah, my gaming muscles. She also is away from keyboard. <laughs> True. She's, uh, MIA right now. In the, I think she's in Batman and the Outsiders briefly. Yeah. In, like, the last two issues. Or the issue before the new one. Whatever. So I hope they bring her back in a fun way, and they also introduce this new character. So I'd be super excited for that. Same. <laughs> Same head shape, Rob Liefeld. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, they, and they start filming again soon. Yeah. For season two, because everything's corona-free up in Canada, probably, because they're better than us. Because <laughs> they know how to act. Yeah. All right. Um, we match you, idiots. <laughs> the next bit of news, Marvel has canceled Agents of Wakanda with last week's issue eight, and they also canceled the Empire tie-in Invasion of Wakanda. I'm upset because, not because of Agents of Wakanda, I was never, not, not, a, not a fan I like Jim Zub, mm-hmm. but I don't care for the char- cast of characters mm-hmm. except for Brood. Mm-hmm. Shut up. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. <laughs> I love messing with you. I don't like Brood. I'm, the only one I like is Brood, really. Yeah. And that Century tease was cool, but like, what, what happened with that? Like I said, it wasn't... They, the series... And I said this from the The series seems like a series of one-shots. They're all doing different things. Right. They're missions that... um, Like... Because they, they're branch of the Avengers team. Yeah. Remember, they're branch of the well, Avengers. So Strike Force. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Strike Force is his own thing. It's not even like they're branch of the Avengers team. Like, Agent well, they're Wakanda, not an official branch. But right. Like, they're like, like what X Force. But that's the whole problem. Yeah. Like, you have that with Strike Force already. Like, what yeah. they were doing is the same thing Strike Force would be doing. Yeah. But they, they, but in official in official capacity. Yeah. And then where it, Strike Force should have been a Black Ops like X Force team. Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh, missions of the Avengers won't handle. But like Agent of Wakanda, Wakanda also. Agents of Wakanda seem like the JSA. Not even. No. No way. No, like the uh, JSA, um, JLA. Yeah. Or like Justice League United in the New Fifty Two era, where it was like the Justice League is doing the big shit. Yeah. And the JLA or the yeah the JLA and the JLU are doing their own thing, where they're just yeah. kind of like hanging out, stopping like Eclipso or something, instead right. of stopping Darkseid in the Anti Life Equation. Exactly. It, it yeah. was uh, like, like what uh, kind of guys? They fought Fink Fang Foom. They fought um, a bunch of gorillas, and then they fought. Century. Yeah. On the moon or something. But, like, they like the triple-A team. That's, supposed to be, yeah. that's what it is. So, or double, sorry, double-A team. Double-A team. Yeah. Um, and that's what they were supposed to be, which I get. The problem was, sorry, the way they, they, they pitched that book out to everyone, it's like, oh, the idea, like, oh, here's everything that, the, what goes on behind the scenes mm-hmm. to keep the world safe while they ventured off doing world-crazy stuff. Yeah. Which is great. And then Invasion of Wakanda was the Empire spinoff. Yes. Where Black Panther is in his mech suit the whole time. I know. And protecting Wakanda... With uh, Shuri. 
Yes. I believe Black Panther was there. I know there was a mech suit. So I'm su- I was super excited for that one. And it was also supposed to continue from the current story arc and then jump into it and then jump back out, but whatever. So they have been canceled. Uh, I think they technically didn't cancel Invasion of Conda. They put it in the indefinite postponement or whatever. Yeah. And then they'll use that storyline at some point, just like they're going to do with all the other Empire tie-ins that they had to cut. Because, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, all the Empire titles, they're probably just not going to print. Mm-hmm. They, I believe it. Because they should have said, like, they said already, like, yeah. we have no... we. We have no plans with these stories. Hopefully, we can use them some way down the line, but we have no plans with these stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sucks, but you gotta do what you gotta do. But again, like, I feel like the Squad Supreme one, it was just more to pump up and tease the Squad Supreme story that yeah, which just comes out at, doing. Which I think comes out after Conchu. Yeah, so just wait. Well, after Conchu and then... After the Avengers stuff. Yeah, and yeah. the Empire. So. After the uh, Empire stuff, yeah. yeah. And then move it over. So that'd be a little bit easier, but not, not just to do it. Yeah. James, talk to me about Gotham Central, please. Uh, why me? Because you're the DC guy. I'm not the DC guy. Anyway. Hey, yeah, if, I, if you had to pick, you'd be the DC guy, I'd be the Marvel guy. We uh, know this. You're the X-Men guy. The X-Men but guy. you're also the DC guy. Oh, we have to do the X-Men thing later, too. Oh, the X-Report? Yeah, I know about that. that. Yeah. yeah. I'll pull it up when we get there. Yeah. X-Report! Anyway, HBO Max and DC announced a new series spitting out Matt Reeves' Batman film called Gotham Central. As it's all about the GCPD snore next. No, don't snore next. I'm excited to introduce Jim Corrigan. Um, it's basically if it's Jim Corrigan. Everyone keeps saying that. I'm like, it's probably not. No, I said introduce, not that it's about him. Just introduce him. It'd be oh, cool. Sure. Like, mid-season, be like, hey, look, Jim Corrigan's here. He's a new night detective. And you're like, yes! Because um, then they could put him in a Justice League Dark. Yeah, if, Cause it's, it's, if to, it's tied. It's well, potentially. Not, oh, yeah, because it is tied to the Reeves one. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, it's basically going to be like Gotham, but with... Jeffrey Wright as uh, Jim Gordon instead of J.K. Simmons yes. from the Justice League stuff. But I'm excited. More DC content's great. I wish it was on DC Universe. Yeah. But since we were talking about that last week, we had like a 30-minute rate, uh, fucking rant on that. Oh, yeah, we did, right? Uh, <laughs> that's probably going down the shitter soon, yeah, even no. though as much as you know, we like it. But, I love it a lot. I think it's dumb. Yeah, what are you going to do? So I'm excited about it, but at the same time, meh. Because it's just, it's, it's like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not necessary. It's fun, but it's not necessary. All right. Uh, do you want to talk to us about King and Black as well? Since we're Yes, I do. Because I'm yeah. excited about that. So, Donnie Cates the other day. <laughs> I see how it is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, Donnie Cates the other day went on social media, and him and Ron Segman did a video where they talked about the King and Black, which is Marvel's next mega event. Uh, not mega event, but the next event, at least for the Venom saga. Uh, Null has finally come to Earth. And it takes it's going to take the combined might of the Avengers, Spider Man, Eddie Brock, and all. And to quote Donny Cates himself from the video, all the X Men teams uh, to <laughs> fight to fight Null and uh, this coming invasion of symbiotes. Um, honestly, uh, with issue twenty five coming out, and we saw like the visions that they've had um, in the vision book, and then we've seen um, kind of a glimpse of it a little tiny, 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 tiny bit in uh, twenty six that came out this week. Um, for a, a Venom that the King of Black is supposed to, it, 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 it's going to be a big it has to be a big event and then, um, I was talking to someone else I was talking about this yesterday with someone on Facebook about long drawn out writers uh, and about the idea of um, like that whole long game format and it's not bad some some people like Jason Aaron it knocks out the park yeah I get why people can be upset with it when it does like this long build up and then it happens to fizzle out and it's like, damn it, if like we I had such high hopes for it. 
you know, but I think we're going to get the the home run with this um with this uh King of Black. Oh yeah. It's especially like with what Donny Cates has been building. Yes. In his new cosmology. They they even went as far as giving him his own omnibus, which is Donny Cates' Marvel Universe cosmology or whatever, and it contains Thanos wins, Cosmic Ghost Rider, uh Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy and I think one of the one uh, the web of venom one shot with um wraith in it i believe so don't quote me on that one but i know it's like a lot of the Donny kate stuff that he's been doing yeah and I, I think except for venom but i'm super excited for uh kate's to host another event the last event he hosted besides uh absolute carnage was damnation and that was a pretty good first event for him yeah no, it is and then he he's he's actually had like mo- the more he's had like the most events in recent memory Yes. Which is crazy. But then again, he is the new hotness. And two of them were very, like, not so huge as compared to this one. This one's going to be giant. Sweet. This one's this one's empire level. It's, it's, mm, mm, not, it may not be because given what we saw in the free comic book day book. Oh, with the Dark Ages? Mm. Yeah. So it might be like that. Unless Dark Ages ties to it. It might be a spit out, I guess. Is it going to be called King in Black or is it's it Dark King, Ages? No, it's called King in Black. That's the event. Yes. The King of Black. Uh, King of Black sounds like a banner. Nope, Dark Ages cool. sounds like an event. Dark Ages sounds like the miniseries that we would have gotten, like a deceased. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Ages sounds like a six-issue mini, like uh, Contagion. Well, we'll we'll discuss it when we get more. Exactly. We'll probably get more stuff. Um, San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Because next week. Let's go weeks. into that. Marvel Studios is not having a panel at San Diego Comic Con this year, but comics will probably have one. But um, oh, they will. absolutely. Studios is the ones that do all the movies. They're probably going to have their own little, like, Marvel fandom thing. Yes, hopefully. And release a bunch of trailers. Because I know they have an Eternals trailer, and I know they have some footage for Shang-Chi. That's all we need. That's all we need. I know. I know, man. We need two trailers, and then we need one trailer for uh, one of the TV shows. So That's not bad. A full trailer for Falcon, and WandaVision will be tight. Yeah. Because we got teased during the Super Bowl, but if they getting then the Super Bowl would have led to... The San Diego Comic Con trailers. Yeah, trailer. So I hope we can get a Marvel fandom give us the four trailers that we hopefully. Need. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. And then one secret thing because they always have something yeah, up their that. sleeve. Hopefully. It'll probably be a trailer for Loki or something. Probably. Yeah, that'll be the secret. That's the one they have the least work on, I think. Well, we'll see because it's coming we, out next April. Given what it was transpired in the world, we don't know how far they were into X whatever X project. Wandavision I heard it was done. Yeah, I think they were post. Winter Soldier Falcon. They just started filming again back in May. No, June, beginning of June, because internationally um, they were able to open things up and start filming in Prague. I said, uh, I think. I think so. I think they were filming in Prague. So I think they finished what they were doing. So they at least have a couple episodes out, and they can do it Mando style where. The last two episodes they film while they're releasing the other ones. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for everything Marvel has to offer. So, so am I. give me all those much. shows. Give me all the goodness. Give me all those podcast topics. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, right? So we need to, like, do you want to hear history of a lot of stuff happening? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear history of Marvel every week? Instead of doing 50,000 DC episodes in a row, we'll do 50,000 Marvel episodes in a row. I know, right? <laughs> That's what it's looking like. It's going to be. It's <sighs> All right, James. What is uh, Stepan Sajik doing? Because I didn't even know about this one. He's leaving. Oh, so like, so besides, <laughs> we know he's leaving. Besides his uh, <laughs> him leaving books that we've talked about on the show for, he uh, decided to go out and make Sunstone um, free. How so? Like, 
all um so digitally he made Sunstone free on all like the platforms. Oh, okay, cool. That he's on. Um, and then he's gonna update it weekly like a regular webcomic. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Because he's making it uh, to go against the this is his for, to go against the the work for hire stuff. Because he because to prove that he can control a book series. Which has to be cool. Like, hey, why not? Like, you're I mean, able he's to... been controlling it for years, but yeah, yeah I, get, I get what he means. Yeah, you know, I get it. Like, do it. Like, do it. You know, there's no reason not to. You know, you control the book. It's your book. You're able to do what you need and want. Why not? Do Yeah, exactly. It. I'm super excited to see where he's going to go with any of his webcomics. That's what I They get picked see. up by independent stuff. Because I know, like, he doesn't want to do work for hire, which means no Marvel, no DC. That's all I need. But does that mean he's going to only do creator own stuff or does that mean he's only going to do his own books like he's not going to do like an image book with someone else no because I, yeah. that's work for hire that's what it is work for hire so he he's only going to do like an image book if it's just his yeah he, write and, uh, he writes and he might yeah. yeah okay that's the theory I, would, I need the last two issues of Switch man I need the last two issues that's all you need that's all I need because he had um it was supposed to be a six issue mini uh, the Switch the Witchblade spinoff it was supposed to be a six issue mini and they released four of them and then they got tied up with a lot of stuff, so it wasn't able to do Are the we last sure two. Are sure that's called Switch and not the one? It's called Switch. Not the one I'm talking we, about? We had a huge discussion about yeah, it. Not the one it's I'm called Switch. Yes. Swing is the other one. Yes, it's the other one. It's Sunstone and Swing are his sex ones. Yeah. And Switch, which sounds like a sex one, is actually a Top Cow Witchblade spinoff. Yes, I know he did. Because <laughs> he built his own like Sunstone universe, which is Sunstone, yeah. Swing. There's one more. Uh, and the Doctor one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and what connects all the books is that it's they, about one of the guys no the it's doctor one's about the guy yeah it's, it's a yeah but it's like a, a weird that's like his darker one but uh what connects all three of those books is that they are actually, they're all swingers no, no I thought no. swing was the one that connected them all no uh, no what connects the entire universe is that they uh play a World of Warcraft style game together and they're all <laughs> in the same guild and they don't know each other in real life <laughs> that's what connects them all that's really funny yeah, that's what connects all the books that they're all part of the same guild that, that's they, a fun cool. way to do it yeah they, they all take place in the same universe but you don't have to have them interact with each other you don't have to have them all in New York yeah they, you can have them in like San Diego New York yeah. Spain like wherever that's really funny yeah so they're all tied into the, uh, D&D uh, like, uh, World of Warcraft game they play we need more of Stepan Sedgwick in our lives I know <laughs> he's a good guy I know right <laughs> alright James I got this Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> oh and I'm so happy I can add more to the story now so uh, yesterday they announced that My Morph Power Rangers is a new series called My Morph Number One, written by Brian Parrott. That's all we knew at the point. Uh, we're supposed to be introducing a new unknown Green Ranger, uh, continuing on from the current storyline that they've been setting up for the last fifty issues, fifty now fifty one as of today, uh-huh. uh, fifty one issues. Then we got noticed that they are canceling Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with issue fifty five. No, well, it's a cancel, more like ending. Yeah, they're ending it because they are they're splitting off the two new books. One which we just talked about, which was Mighty Morphin dealing with Lord Zed and his, excuse me, new powers that he got, and a, a team of seven, which is same Mighty Morphin team plus a mysterious, uh, mysterious new Green Ranger who looks like Draken but might not be Draken. Might not be Draken because the announcement today is that the other book they announced called Power Rangers, which is the Omega Team. It should just be called Omega Rangers. I said that. I, you Dude, know, I, I said you know that. they canceled said, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then made Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I know. You see what they did there? I know. They're so fucking smart. I, should, they should <laughs> I just put Omega. that together before. They, oh, really? <laughs> I just put it together. Oh, my like, God. As, as you were saying those, I was like, it's Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. Yeah. They just broke the two up. Yeah. <laughs> so what they should have done, and I'll get into what they should have done. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, it's called Power Rangers, which is focusing on the Omega Team, which is Jason, Trini, and Zach. Again, spitting out the current book um, 
uh, storylines that kind of all coincided with issue 50. Um, yeah. Buddy Morphin will deal with uh, a piece of Zordon's past and um, Lord Zed's new chaotic powers that he's gained, while Power will deal with a new evil force and with Lord Draken being their only ally. Um, so it's going to be Mighty Morphin versus the Omega team. Yeah. So I'm like, super. Draken's on one of them. Draken, yes. He's either the Green Ranger or in Mighty Morphin, or, or he's Omega, in or he's Omega more, Silver yeah. in uh, Omega. In, I think it would be cool to make him um, Green in the Power Rangers book, I mean, in the Mighty Tommies. Morphin book, because in the Two Tommies, and that would be fun. Ugh. But it would be super confusing for the reader. Yeah. And anyone who doesn't follow like the shows, because then you'll have two of the same guy, one with long hair and one with a ponytail or whatever. No, he has the scar. He has the, his half shaped head and he has the red uh, scar. Oh now. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you definitely tell the difference. It's yeah, that, but in I suit know. you won't. But in then, suit you won't. But then, the oh, they, they but then also, in Omega Rangers, it'd be cool to have two times in two different books. Yeah. To, and like I said, it, I think I'm thinking now from my original idea is that the Omega Silver was going to be Lord. Uh, was going to be Zordon. So that's the yeah. whole thing about his past, and he already knew about the Omega Rangers in the past. That was like, cool. oh, they were summoned years ago. Or maybe it's his young Zordon. Yeah. Time like that, like, on. Yeah, the times stuff. Ah, uh, time force. Then you can have it with time force. Uh, they go to time force because Zordon's like, you gotta go get me from the past. And then they do the Brian Cranston thing, where Brian Cranston was the Red Ranger in the suit or whatever, and they pull him out and they slap him in there. You don't have to go that deep. No, no, no you don't have to make it Brian Cranston, but like with, from the Mighty Morphin movie that just came oh, out. Oh no, I know. Where I know. he was a Ranger with Rita. Yeah, I know. Which is like the original backstory, I think. No, not at all. No, they only did it for the movie. Only for the movie. I thought it was for the original. Whatever. No, nope, never. He was never Power Ranger. He was a, but it could be. No. I've always said I've always said that as a theory, even in the Power Ranger lore, that Zordon had to be a Ranger because he wasn't. He knows too much. Yeah, he like, and he wasn't like he had to be a Ranger. He had to be the first Ranger or whatever yeah, no, exists. But he definitely was a Ranger. He was a Ranger at one point. Yeah. Um. Beyond that. Um. Yeah. So my theory right now stands that uh, either the Omega Silver is Draken on the Omega on the in the Power Ranger book uh-huh. and that the Green Rangers somebody knew I, th- I want it to be it might be Matt actually that's the whole thing that they were they were hinting at the entire time uh, Higgins was writing the book yeah because um, even Colin because that's the original picture there was supposed to be a different Green Ranger before Tommy was yeah so it might be Matt as the Green Ranger because they brought him back in the, the last couple issues uh, yeah. towards the end of Monday morning that was a love interest right yes for, uh, uh, no for Kim's uh, Kim Okay. So that would make sense for him being the Green Ranger, mm-hmm. and then that Draken would be the Omega's ally as Omega Silver. Yeah. And then that's what makes him go rogue. Or it it would be cool. I know that um, Ranger Slayer just went to her own dimension. Yeah. But it would be cool if she's in one of the teams, either the Silver or the Green. I think the I think they go step away from the Omega uh, from Ranger Slayer because you don't keep repeating storylines. Yeah, because it's literally kind of, yeah, and be, she would just keep her own outfit. But yeah. I know what you mean. But. Yeah, she would just keep her own outfit. That's because they did her redemption story already. Yeah. That's why. If they didn't do her redemption story in uh, Marguerite Bennett's run of the book, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, she would join the team, but she would just keep her own uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because it's a Mighty Morphin thing. Um, and her suit's boss of shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think right now it's, one, I think, I can't wait. That means we'll have three Power Rangers books come in the fall. Damn. Well. More than miniseries. Great to say it's a miniseries. Um, and their OGN coming out in the fall. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. More, give me more Power Rangers. I would take another. I'll, I'll take three Power. I would take three Armored Power Rangers series. I would absolutely take three. Oh, I'm down. Exactly. Just keep, give, just give me, keep giving me more. Give me, give me more Power Rangers stuff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you want to talk about some bad bitch? <laughs> it's bad batch. Thank you very much. Sure. So Star Wars and Disney Plus just announced they're doing an animated series based off the Bad Batch. 
You mean bad bitch? That's because so everyone read it as bad bitch. It's coming out next year. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. It's not more. Clo- it's not the Clone Wars I would have wanted, but I'll take it. I mean, fair. Like it's cool that like it's gonna be about a bunch of clone troopers that are like all a little fucked up. Okay. And I love clone trooper stuff, but at the same time, did we need this? Did we though? Is Rex gonna be in it? Like, can we have Rex as the main character? And this is like what he does in between um, his appearance in Rebels and his appearance uh, yeah, between his appearance in Rebels and like what he does after the Clone Wars. Yeah. Because there's like a bunch of years where he's just kind of there. So I would love to see, like, what his whole dealio is. Yeah. Again, I'm not a Star Wars, like, a mega Star Wars guy, so... My wife is. <laughs> I know, my wife is, though. So, I definitely want to see where, it's go- where this goes, because... Yeah, and if it's on Disney+, Plus, I'll watch it. Yeah, exactly. Because so. <laughs> it, it is. It could be animated on Disney+, Plus, exactly, so yeah. why not? Why not at all? Yeah, so I'm excited, but also, like, give me Maul or Kenobi, please. <clears throat> they keep pushing back Kenobi. It was supposed to be 13, then it got pushed to 8. Then I heard it was only going to be three episodes, and then I heard it was going to be a movie, and I'm like, just make up your mind. Do eight episodes. That's do fair. Mandalorian style. See if you want to continue it, or do a mall story and have Obi-Wan just be in there. Anyway, so that is it for the news this week, guys. And we had was, a lot of it. Uh, yeah, we had a lot. We, we didn't go on as many rants, though, so it's not as long, but yeah, we had a lot of news. But we are going to be talking about our topic of the week. week. So... Hello, I'm back, Bane, yes. Oh, that was worse than before. Anyway. Um, oh, God. Fuck you. <laughs> what, well, fuck, fuck you. What are you uh, I'm trying. I know. So, yeah, <laughs> so we're talking about Harley Quinn season two. Yes. We're staying kind of relevant, at least for the next two weeks. I know. Oh, Look God. at us. Relevancy. Ha. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Topical conversation. Exactly. Last week we were kind of relevant, but we missed it by like I forgot two last weeks. week's topic. Doom Patrol. Okay, there you we go. We missed <laughs> it by like two weeks, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, we're trying to stay relevant-ish. Yes, it ended a week or so ago, but spoilers. Because Hunter hasn't watched it. I know. I finished. Oh, not Doom Patrol. Um... Harley Quinn. Yeah, he just... Last week I didn't finish it, but yeah. then I, we also give them a week grace yeah. so we don't spoil anything. Exactly. But now we're going full spoiler cast on Harley Quinn season deuce. deuce. All right, so guys, um, it feels... If you watch season one, you know how it ended with Harley Quinn's uh, pretty much beating the Injustice League and become, allowing Gotham to form the complete chaos. Yeah, and, after defeating Joker. Yes. And turning him human? Yes. And we can say yes, he was. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, the series opens up with a, a mini-time skip. Yeah, the episode New Gotham. Yes, so it's a mini-time skip where now Harley Quinn's kind of just living in the abandoned mall that she has as a hideout. Yeah, and no man's we, land, basically. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gotham's in complete ruin, and it's being subdivided by a new Injustice League, which is Bane, Two-Face, Riddler, and Penguin. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, what did I say? Oh, it's all of them plus Mr. Freeze. Oh, did I forget Mr. Freeze? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mr. Freeze. Because it's only in a couple episodes. <laughs> I know. So... We go from there, and now we have Ivy that's trying to push Holly to overthrow the Injustice League because she already had beaten them. Because she's a badass bitch. Well, that. Even she, that, that's what she was saying. She's yes. like, Harley, you're a badass bitch. Why are you just sitting around doing nothing? Yeah. Just because you beat the Joker in the Justice League? No, you need to take over Gotham. Yeah, and finish then this. Dr. Psycho's like, take over Gotham! What are we doing? I know. <laughs> oh, Dr. Psycho. We love him. <laughs> All right, so what's the next <laughs> video of the story? Continue, Hunter. So in the next episode, which is episode 15, is Riddle You. Um... Give me one sec. I think she kills Penguin in the first issue, first episode, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so she kills Penguin in the first well, episode. Well, no, so what happens is she gets captured. Or is that captured. episode three? So she breaks into the Injustice League uh, headquarters. She gets turned to ice, 
and then she's that at that point. That's be, where the time skip is. Yes. I think. Um, she's well, there's one, six, there's she's one, there's one, six months. Well, there's one time skip yeah. when they form the Justice League. Then she goes in there, and then she gets frozen, and then it's yeah. another time skip. She bites Penguin's nose off and then kills him. Yes. And then her That's plan is to ends. kill the rest of the Injustice League. For freezing her. Yes. And then she goes to Riddle U, which yes. is Riddler's university, where he tells riddles every morning. So it's him, Ivy, uh, her Ivy and Clayface, they're infiltrating. Yes. Because Clayface, oh, of course, has to be an actor and show up. And then uh, the, Harley and uh, Ivy pretend to be girly teen girls from far awayville. They come and hang out. It's a SpongeBob reference, thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember girly teen girl from far awayville? No. Oh, it's the Pearl sleepover episode. Pearl's having a sleepover and Mr. Krabs tells SpongeBob to investigate. And... This girl that looks like Spongebob shows up and she's girly teen girl from far awayville. Pearl thinks it's Spongebob playing a joke. And then she runs away and then Spongebob shows up as the pizza guy. Oh <laughs> anyway, Spongebob. So back to Harley Quinn. Anyway, this is where we meet Barbara Gordon. Yes, we do. And she gets inspired to become Batgirl, which we see in like one of the Jim Gordon episodes. Yes. Which is one of the best ones. Yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah, she they infiltrate Riddler's party. They find out that a lot of the students who aren't following the rules become slaves to power they, the electricity. Yes, they because they're going on a treadmill to power the electricity yeah. in the, at least in, in the university. Part, in the yeah. part of, the, of Gotham. It's the only place that has, like, running yes. electricity. So, let everyone know, they split Gotham, like we said, they split Gotham up into different, uh, different sectors. sectors. Yeah. So, each episode pretty much covers a sector. At least the first so, arc. Yeah, yeah, covers a sector. So, right now, when Riddler, which is Riddler's... Uh, Main source of uh, yeah. control. First issue was Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, uh, which was one, two, three. Yeah, um, and then so we go from there. We realize that Riddler is powered. The students, uh, students are powering. So we, with the help of Harley Quinn, uh, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Batgirl, they're able to capture and beat Riddler. And then Riddler is they make him run on a treadmill in the mall. Yeah, so they take him back to they the mall. They get sexy calves. Yes, the power <laughs> of the treadmill. They use they use him to power the mall. So they have actual power in the mall. Exactly. <laughs> So, we go from there. Next episode is called Trapped. It is the Catwoman episode. Yes. So, that's where they go, and we get to see... Was this the one? It's where uh, Ivy always, like, falls under... Ivy always, like... Yes, I she changes out. her personality with when, Catwoman. When we, yeah, when Catwoman's yeah. around. She comes herself. Fit in. Yes, she yeah. fit in. And she kind of, like, is jealous and also kind of looks up to... Uh, yeah. They have to steal um, Firefly's ray gun to get into Mr. Freeze's ice, ice fortress because yes. it's so thick. Yes. So they get Catwoman and Kite Man to help them on a heist. Yes. And it was because, uh, oh, who this has... Is where Catwoman, this is where Kite Man proposes, babe. Yes, but he also has... Or he his, kind of proposes in season one. What's his fear? What do you some, mean? He has, a, he has a fear of something, and that's the whole point in the episode. I don't was remember. Was it knives or like something I think stupid? he has a fear of traps. Yes, he has a fear of he traps. He has a fear of traps. And that's the entire, like, because the museum they, they go into is, is a booby trap. It's booby trapped by Dr. Trap. Yeah, and he has a fear of traps. <laughs> that's what it was. I'm like, I know, yeah, and uh, Kite Man's there to get the ring. Yeah. To propose, yeah. To propose, yes. Officially. Because he doesn't propose to the end of the episode. Yeah. But yes. So, after hijinks assume they actually are able to get the gun, um... And then I know Kite Man's able to get the Kite Man pops the question and then yes. It ends. Yes, and then yeah. but the whole entire time Holly uh, Holly's trying to convince Ivy not to get married. Harvey's tr- uh, no Harley teams up with um Kite Man. Kite Man. That's what and, and Catwoman is teaming up with uh, yeah. Poison Ivy. Yes. Poison Ivy's trying to like man up around her yes. because Harley keeps yelling at her. And then Kite Man, uh, Har- uh, Harley Quinn is trying to yeah they're bonding, but she's because she doesn't like Kite Man because yes. she has 
feelings for Ivy, but we we'll don't get, know that yet. Well, yeah. we do, but we don't. Like yeah. they've been teasing it through the whole show, mm-hmm. but it, it's more like a like a friendship thing. Yeah. And then we get um where she finally thinks Kite Man is worthy enough. Yeah. Which I think is a really cool scene where they're like getting smushed by the thing, and Kite Man's like, "Oh, traps!" And like, they, it's cool. <laughs> they, so. they he goes through all the traps just to get the ring for her. Yeah. And that's why she's like, "Yeah, he's worth it." Yeah, he he's worth you getting married. He she doesn't stop her from saying no. yes. And then so, we get to next episode, Thawing Hearts, which is the Mr. Freeze episode. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's one of my favorite episodes. It actually really is. It's so good. So they're able to break into the actual... Using uh, Firefly's gun, they were able to get from the last episode, they were able to break in finally into Freeze's uh, fortress by burning a giant vagina into the ice. Yep. Yeah, that's how the episode opened, guys. This is yep. Holly Quinn. This is top-notch, Emmy-rated, winning, award-winning uh, shenanigans we're getting yep. into. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they burn a giant vagina into the actual because uh, of girl power. Not even that, because what would what? It, oh, oh my god! They waste the entire gun thawing in because they're intricately making a vagina. Yeah, but no, instead of a, just blowing a hole in, they make a vagina, so the gun gets wasted. Yeah, but no, there's a, and then King Shark eats people. Well, no, King Shark one, he goes, oh, that's a vagina. And he goes, oh, a human vagina. Yeah, he's like, what is that? And he goes, a vagina. You never seen one. He's like, a human vagina. Because he's only seen shark vaginas. Yeah. and then uh, <laughs> what does Doctor Psycho say? Uh, something about it's like too big, but he likes it that way. Yeah, so like, yeah, he likes to hide in it or something. Yeah, something he was with gross. Giganta before. Yeah, it was it's mad some, weird. Some weird, gross. Tony Hale, you're mad weird. <laughs> fetish he has. Yeah, his jacket, gigan- his gigantic, his, like, his giant ba- girl fetish. Yeah, because we showed that in the finale of last season. Yeah, with uh, Poison Ivy crew. He's like, whoa! Yeah, <laughs> starts taking pictures. I think. So um, they're able to finally break in. Yeah, um, they, they're trying to convince Mister Freeze to. Stop being a bad guy or help overthrow the other guys, and all he wants to do is uh, free Nora. Yeah, so it's a pl- it's a weird play. So what's happening is they don't trust Freeze because he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, he and, he, and he Harley. and he freezes yeah. Harley, and Harley just wants to get back at Freeze. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe that Nora is frozen. They don't believe. Yeah, they don't believe. That no, they don't believe that Nora is willingly his wife. Right. They think it's uh, it's fake. Like, like he, a trapped girl. Yes. That he, yes, that he... That he tricked, like, which is what the New 52 did. Yes. Which was lame. So, like, she really isn't there, and that's why they unfreeze her. Yeah. They unfreeze her, and she's dying, and, she's and the dying. only way to keep her alive is for Mr. Freeze to give her a blood transfusion and die. Wasted character. They got Alfred Molina to play him. He was in two episodes. Technically three, because he was in the... Uh, Thawing episode for like two seconds. Yeah, but still. But like, come on, man. It was such a cool scene. And no, then uh, Nora Freeze kind of runs around and has fun. Yeah. So uh, the subplot of that episode is uh, Kite Man versus Condiment King yes. trying to get the uh, corn farm wedding or whatever. Yes. Uh, get so, the venue for, the, for yeah. the wedding. And Condiment King is fucking schmoozing up the guy and Kite Man's like, I need to get it because my mom, my parents were married here and it means so much to me. And she's like, it's corn, but whatever. Yeah. But so it's, super funny. It's whatever. <laughs> and then... Next uh, episode? Yeah, so then Mr. Free sacrifices himself, and I cried a little bit, but it's okay. Next episode, <laughs> Batman's back, man. So Batman is back, but his back is broken. broken yes. And then he is so he gets crushed rise... by the rocks from so, um, when he was in uh, the Joker Tower. Yes, so there's a rise of Batgirl sightings, and she's taking over on all social media, and Batman doesn't like the fact that she's on all social media. Because being... he's taking up his brand. Yes. <laughs> so in turn, he tries to do it on his own by putting the suit on. Yeah, and then he can't do it. And, and he, he gets, he gets so in. Yeah, he wins on the Mexican. He gets yeah. so injured in the Mexican. Oh, in the Mexican, yeah, because Bane beats the shit out of him. Yes, because <laughs> he goes to confront Bane. Because this is when Bane and Two Face. Bane and, yeah, Bane and Two Face are still uh, 
So now like, we can just be lacking so, and stuff. No, so what's been happening is now, as we've seen in every episode, with, and yeah, I just said Mr. That, Freeze yes. and Penguin dead and Riddler captured, Two Face and Bane have mm. no like nothing else to do. So Two Face becomes the head guy. Yes, even though he's. He's playing kind Bane. of convincing Bane, like, "Hey, we're we're doing they're this partners. together." But so because they, they're face. losing control of Gotham in the interim, because back in the Leo episode, it's spurring that Jim Gordon to go out and try to recruit people to overthrow the remaining. Yeah, he does this. Injustice. At the end of, he, he's doing this at the end of this issue as well. Yeah, because back in the Riddle U episode, he's living with Barbara. Yeah, in his in her dorm. Yeah, which is funny. Sad old it's man. It's fucking hilarious. So, um, in this one, Bane and Two Face now have to team up. In order to control the remaining sources they have in Gotham, yeah, Two Face is going to take over the rest and give Bane just a small area, yes. which is still Bane Town. Yes. So Bane Town. So Bane, um, pretty much the entire episode is arguing with Two Face over whether it's a good idea or not, and making posters with two faces on it, and one should be him and one should be Bane, and then it's only of Two Face. And it's just like, yeah, Two Faces are going to be on there. Oh, we should both be on it. What? What? Uh... It's the whole Love thing. It. So, eventually comes to head where Batman finally shows up, beats all Two Faces guys, and then Bane finally. You see Bane is like full berserker mode, and he beats the like, living hell out of Batman in the mech suit. Yeah. In the mech suit. They're this then pushes Batman to get Barbara to take over, for at least for a little bit, and for then now. also Jim Gordon, I think, stops Two Face in this episode as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's he gets why. all the. He, he's a one man cop in this one. Yes. And then we have. The um, the the Joker reunion episode. All the best inmates have daddy issues. This is like a uh, retelling of the the Joker story, uh, where they first meet. Yes. Because they see Joker as a regular dude in um in a bar in the bar that Clayface worked at at the beginning. Yes. Because uh, it's the last remaining uh, bar in Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. It's the last remaining bar in Gotham that's still open. Yeah. And. Harley and Ivy go there for drinks, and they, they realize the bartender is actually Joker. Yeah, so or they, they go think back. It's Joker. Yeah, so they go back and do the origin. And this is also this is actually the episode where Jim Gordon takes over. Yes. Yeah, I jumped him one ahead. And you get to see that Joker is not Joker anymore. That yeah, he's, he's like you... Jim or something. Yeah. He doesn't go by Jack Napier, which is lame, but he's, he's something that's not else. His real name. I know, but it'll be cool. Is it not, everyone needs to stop using it. It's not his real it's name. It's my favorite one because of Sean Murphy. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, so it's a play on the idea that Joker is becoming a good guy, and Holly and Ivy still don't trust the idea that he became a human, uh, that he's he's normal now after the whole Joker, uh, mm. un Joker's eyes or D Joker, whatever happened to him at the end of the last yeah. season. Um, so the entire episode wraps up that they realize that he's fine, that he's a normal person. It ends actually with a hint of him laughing, and then he ends up coughing because he's not yeah, really he's like, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he does it all the time every time yeah. he's introduced. So we go from there. Because there's no place to go but down. So it, I'm going to read this opening line because it's funny. Uh, Harley Quinn and Ivy are put on trial in a kangaroo court held by Two-Face with Bane as a judge and Man-Bat as their defense attorney. As a screech. Oh, he does yeah. a screech. <laughs> These and then you get in the subtitles like, they plead innocent. It's like, grouchy! Yeah, like, <laughs> so, um... Bane throws Harley and Ivy into Bane Town, which is actually a huge prison hole, which is like the hole he grew up in or whatever. Yeah. Oh no, it's in Bane Town, right? Yes. Outside of Bane Town. Yes, it's in Bane Town. And it's um it's like a bunch of prison cells and uh they're just it's basically reforming. Yes. They're trying to like like killer crocs there and live wires yeah. there, and they're just trying to reform everybody and make yeah. them better villains or better people. So better they people can go back like, to society. Because Bane yeah. thinks Bane's the only one who's like running an actual like, thing. Yeah. Which I think is really funny. Scarecrow's there. Yes. No, no, Scarecrow's dead. Uh, someone else is there. One of the other guys. So, with all... Yeah. 
So with all the villains there, uh, Ivy and Holly discuss their life uh, together and the fact that she's getting married, that Ivy's getting married. And while Harley's trying to avoid, uh, while they're both trying to avoid the Bane's talent show. Right. Yeah, which is funny. Uh, which ends up becoming a stand-up Because uh, George Lopez shows up to open up the stand-up comedy yes. show. So, I mean, the uh, talent show. So, Holly that's their escape plan. Yeah, so I, Holly keeps escaping, and every time she gets in trouble, something happens to her. Mm-hmm. That's the hijinks of the episode. Yeah. The underlying subplot is whether Ivy's ready ready or not to get married. Yeah, and then she starts making jokes about it uh, as a distraction so that Harley can sneak up to the helicopter, but then a riot ensues. Yes. And then they eventually escape, and at the end, this is where they kiss. Yes. This is where you have the, uh, the, the super gift thing. On, uh, dude, right when it happened on Twitter... Everything was exploding, and I was like, well, I guess I spoiled the episode for myself. Kiss, kiss. Thanks, guys. Yeah, kiss, so they kiss. kiss. Kisses. And I think they have sex in the desert? No, they just kiss. I thought they had sex in the desert. Nope, that's just, no, they just kiss. That's the whole point. Like, the next episode is just, oh, I'm just friends. I'm just Holly, old, Holly Quinn just kissing just kissing people. And she just oh, yeah, she's kissing people. everybody, yeah. Yeah. And that's the Parademon episode, which is the next one. Yes. So, that one ends with them kissing, and then uh, Gordon officially gets Two-Face incarcerated in this one after ransacking the uh, GCPD headquarters. Yes. The next one is episode 8, which is Inner Parademons. With the Injustice League defeated, the president tasks Gordon with eliminating Harley Quinn, but Harley Quinn wants to, um... Uh... What does she want? Why does she need the mother box again? She just wants to take over Gotham. She decides, oh, yeah, because she wants, cause cause she wants to distract Psycho, herself from Ivy. Yes, because Doc Psycho finally convinces her to go uh, to go to Apocalypse, because he's done it before, yeah. to be able to get the Parademon army from Darkseid, yeah, so she takes Mr. Him. Miracle's uh, mother box by killing him? She just steals off stage. Well, no, no, she smacks him in the face oh, yeah. and then takes his thing. But, like, it's not said that he's dead or not, but I think he's dead, which yeah. is sucky, because I'd love to have him show up somewhere. But then again, you never know. Never know. So, yeah, they use it to... Uh, and they say Darkseid is a lot, which is fucking yeah. hilarious. Darkseid is leaving. <laughs> so they decide to leave. Um, instead, that's the, whole, like, that's the whole point of it. So they end up going uh, to leave because of what's going on. Uh, so she can actually get her way into the, uh, to distract herself from what's been going on. Yeah, she ends up killing Granny Goodness and earning the respect of Darkseid and getting the Parademon army to come to Gotham. Yep. But then she betrays Darkseid, but we'll get to that in a sec. Yes. Um, the subplot of this episode is Kite Man and Ivy are meeting Kite Man's parents. Yes, and you realize that they have superpowers and they are uptight dicks. Yeah, because Kite Man is the only one without a superpower. I think one controls fire and one controls ice, and then Kite Man has nothing. Yeah, Kite Man has nothing. Yeah, so they want to have superpowered grandchildren, so they're excited for Harley, uh, for Ivy to marry. Because he has Chuck. absolute powers, yes. Yeah, but they're just being dicks and they suck. Because they absolutely suck. And then it ends with um, Ivy and Harley coming together and being awkward together, and then the Bachelorette Party! Boy, 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 Themyscira! Do they sleep together again? Do they they sleep, sleep together in this episode. No, I thought they sleep together in the end of the last episode. No. Yes. Yep. Oh, no, yeah. Sleep together here and then do it one more time later. Yes. Yes. So, Harley Quinn, Ivy, Catwoman, Nora Fries, and Jennifer head to Themyscira yes. meet for their bachelorette party because Themyscira has now been taken over by, I think, Cersei and LexCorp because... Oh, Eris, I'm sorry. Eris and LexCorp because um, Wonder Woman's gone. Yes. And Hippolyta was easily manipulated, I guess. Stupid, but whatever. Magic, and, no, she's uh, out of her thing. Yeah, and they sell the stuff to LexCorp to make it a hotel. Pretty much. They make it, they turn it into a giant resort. Yeah, so then it's basically a bachelorette party with some Harley Quinn trying to make it the perfect bachelorette party to hide her feelings again, and they end up sleeping together. Subplot, 
bachelor party with Kite Man, Clayface, Size Borgman, King Shark, and uh, Psycho. Dr. Psycho, and Which, then Frank. Yes. They're all playing cards on a boat fishing, and then uh, someone comes up to King Shark, and it becomes like a Little Mermaid part where <laughs> yeah, they're talking the about pooping in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Shit in the sea. <laughs> yeah, so King Shark has to go stop a... Um, Oh god, what is it? Like the unlawful marriage of The King Shark no, he's not has to he doesn't have to stop. He is betrothed to get married. Yes, we know that, but something's happening. Oh, the the war is happening unless he comes down yes, to, get married. to marry the hammerhead shark. Yes. Tabitha. Yes. Tabitha. Yeah, that sounds right. Stop <laughs> Tabitha. Uh, stop them from warring. And then it becomes like this whole little mermaid homage. Yeah, and it's I, yeah, homage, it's about whether or not getting it, how easy it was to get married. Like, oh, I didn't propose. Got married already. And yes. he, like, he goes back and he goes, no. I told him no. He jumps back in. Now I got married, guys. <laughs> I stood up to my father. Yeah. And then he ends up getting married anyway. Yep. And brings Tabitha to the wedding. At some, yes, later on. Yeah, it was super fun. So, then you can move on to... Yes, so at the end of the, the crazy... So, no, they sleep together. They sleep together. I know, but then, not, her, then I... Twice then, in that episode, don't they? No, it's just once. And then Harley says we can't do it again. And then no, Ivy says we can't do it again. And they just separate for a while. But I thought they said together twice. They do it again later. Okay. Right, in there, right near the end. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we have Die Hard, which is um, Harley goes to Wayne Tower where she finds Joker and it's another Joker episode. Yes, and, it's the, uh, and then she finally actually fixes Joker. Yeah. And she, then this is where Muscular Riddler and Two-Face get, not Two-Face, Muscular Riddler and Zack Psycho um, get the helmet mm-hmm. and use it against, use it for the Parademons. Yep. And then Size Borgman... Uh, saves the day by blowing open a hole in the shield. Yep. That was uh, the dome that they put up. Yep, that's all. This is a kind of uneventful episode because it's just the Joker, like, Harley and Joker interacting yeah, and finally and gets... getting over her shit. Yeah. And then he, uh, Joker ends up going back to his uh, his girlfriend with when he was, like, a normal person. Yeah, but then she brings him to Ace Chemicals right at the end and then pushes him in and then an episode cuts. Yep. They go back and then he's, she's like, fuck it, we need the Joker. Yep. Because he needs to put everybody in place. Yes. Which I thought was great. And then we have a fight worth fighting for. Joker remembers everything. Um, this is the episode where he gets back to again. Yeah, another... This is the episode where he goes back. They also get the Justice League out of the, the book, book. Yep. and more parademons. This is a kind of quick one. Yes, it's just Harley and Joker interact with Bethany, which is um, the nurse. Yeah, that's Joker's. Then dating. Joker and Harley um, stop the parademons a little bit by getting Justice League from the book with Zatanna. Yep. And that's really it. Honestly, it's yeah. like a kind of short episode. And Joker ends up back oh. with his girlfriend because he realizes yeah. the, the how shitty the relationship he, he had. He, the, the yeah, he liked with, it with Bethany. Yeah. yeah. And then Ivy shows up to try to kill uh, Harley because she's being mind-controlled. Yes. Then we have Lover's Quarrel where Kite Man and Harley are trying to save the day because Ivy, Clayface, and King Shark are all so um, mind-controlled. mind-controlled by Riddler and Dr. Psycho. Yep. Dr. Psycho summons Darkseid to Earth to get more parademons and to also take over so he can rule Earth. Yep. And then he wants the head of Harley Quinn. Spoiler alert, doesn't happen. Yeah, well, duh. Can we and have more episodes? then it... Uh, again, this is another weird arc. These last two episodes have been kind of very uneventful where... I mean, yeah. they're eventful, but like, they, nothing really to talk they continue, about. They're literally continuations of each other. Yeah. That's why. So they, it goes they from direct. this to this. It's the same, like, just they're just trying to figure it out and stop it. Yeah. And they eventually do stop it. Then it is Dr. Psycho uses his the last of his strength to show all of Gotham that Harley and Ivy have been sleeping together. They did it twice. Together twice. Yeah, when was the first time? 
once was the Bachelor. I know once. Yeah, was that back- was the second time. That was second. I time. think the first time was in the in the. They don't no. show you that one. No, they just kiss there. That's the whole kissing thing. They sleep together. I think they do have sex twice. They do. Because once yeah. is... They, no, like, they do have sex twice in the Bachelor episode. Yeah, in the Bachelor episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, we can't do... They get drunk. Remember, they, that's the night yeah, they all get the, drunk. Yeah, that's at the strip club. They do it the first time. Yeah. And then right before they leave, they do it again. Yeah. Okay, I knew it was twice. It was twice. It was that one episode. Yeah. And now, the last episode, Runaway Bridesmaid. It is the wedding of... Uh, Kite Man, Kite Man and, and oh, Ivy. So the they just go be- through with it. So the episode beforehand ends with Holly not being invited to the wedding. Well, she is, but she yes. doesn't want to go no. because... Kite doesn't want to go either. Yeah. But she doesn't want to go because she feels awkward. Well, and she no doesn't shit. want to talk about her feelings. No shit. Exactly. <laughs> if that happened to you, you'd do the same thing. I know, exactly. Anyway, so Harley goes back to Arkham and like just basically hides in there with Two-Face. Yeah. And waits until she absolutely needs to break out because Gordon is planning on capturing every major villain who's going to the Ivy Cut yeah, and wedding because they invite everybody. Yeah, they'll perform a raid at the wedding. Yeah. Um, and that's a fucking intricate raid. It is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I love Jim Gordon as a priest. Oh, yeah, that was great. Da-da-da-da-da-da-pa-pa-pa-pa. Like, that's what he was doing. He was barely doing an Irish accent. He was just doing the fucking stereotypical, like, just tarpa-da-tarpa-da-tops. Oh, super, super funny. They were, like, uh, when they thought it was him, and it was, yeah. like, they ended up pointing to someone else. Like, uh-huh. oh, fine. He was like, oh, they almost had me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it ends with uh, Ivy... Doesn't truly like Kite Man. Kite Man breaks up with her. Harley and Ivy escape together. They share a kiss and they both love each other. And it ends cliffhanger. Yes. That's our cliffhanger for this. Is no real cliffhanger because it's not as cliffhanger as the last one. Yeah. Because if this doesn't get renewed, it's this is a good ending. Yeah. But if it does get renewed, which I want, I want Kite Man to not be the major, not be the big villain, yeah. but be like a major part of being like a dick. I want to be. An I don't asshole. want that though. There's no need for that. I think I think you all. Because his closure came from the fact that he broke up with her. Yeah. You, but he's problem, still pissed about the wedding. Yeah, no. Because the problem is it makes him... No. Because it, 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 it's going to make people not like the character. That's the whole point. Like, I guess. That's the whole point. Like, his reason... His, and his big ending was him going pretty much, yeah, you know what? I had the final say. I'm breaking up with you, not you trying to keep me around. He goes, I tried and tried and tried. Yeah. I'm breaking up with you. It's over. I'm done. Yeah. As much as we want him in the show, it makes no sense to bring him back because he played his role. Yeah, I think you said you wanted him back in the show, but he's already married to some other girl who right. wants to marry him, and that would be funny. Yeah. Like, he's married. Yeah. Like, it's a time jump, and like, oh. It's like five or six months. Right. He's already, like, getting married, and they both get an invitation. Yeah. To go to the wedding. And yeah. And it's, like, with him and some random ass chick. Right. Whether or not they have superpowers is up to right. the writers. Right. But that's the whole thing. It, it plays better than him because he got his redemption story. You, yeah. You, you, he got his he got his story. You don't want it mm-hmm. where, like, oh, it, it gets blown out of the water where it's like, oh, well, he was just being a bitch now. Like, now he's just being a baby. You know? Because clearly, like, if he was that upset for them breaking up, he wouldn't have broken up with her. That's true. I mean, he yeah. would still be a little upset, obviously. Oh, of but... course. But, like, the, that's the whole point. He held the power by breaking up with her. Yeah, but I saw people on the interwebs talking that he could be the ma- one of the big villains. And I was like, it would be cool to see, like, a couple, like, two episodes where he's, like, a dick. But well, he doesn't have to sense. be the biggest villain. Yeah, you like, don't I don't want to be dark side level. You don't, you don't want like him to be a dick, though. You, you know, the problem is, I want him to be a little butthurt. But there's no, no, that's, then, don't, then there's no reason for him to break up with her at the end. Then you let her try to. He can to... still be mean, is what I'm saying. No. I mean, yeah, but you don't, then don't bring him in. That's all, what his story's over. They, that's it was their way of writing They're going to want to bring him back because he's a fan favorite. No, they don't have to. They killed Mr. Freeze off. Joker he's was not a fan favorite. Joker was in barely show. half of this season. Yeah, but he was, nobody liked him. That was the point of season one, though. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. But Joker was in at least five episodes. Yeah, 
which is like half the season. But like I said, it doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't matter. Regardless of fan favoritism, animated shows don't play that. They don't have to. <laughs> Name one anime show where they, they kept the character and they were fan favorites. Steven Universe. What are you talking about? OKKO. Okay, what, uh, what are you talking about? Regular we, show. A fan favorite character they were going to kill off and kept them in? Who? Peridot. Lapis. That plays to the Bismuth. story, though. Yeah, because they liked them so much. No, that plays to the actual story, not because the fans liked them. No, it was the fans. No, it had nothing to do. Bismuth was in, like, I, I watched every episode like of TV. Episodes. Yeah, of the entire series. back, though. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they were there for, like, a big fan favorite. They were in for four episodes. Even in, even in future, they were there for, like, two of the six-episode miniseries. Yeah, that was a weird one. We're so, no, about. they weren't there for fan favoritism. Even Lapis left for six, six episodes. Paradox was left for a while, but she came back. Paradox was there as a a reactionary to the idea of reforming gems instead of being like, oh, they can not just be poofed and that's it. She actually reformed to rebel. I'm not doing senior college conversation. <laughs> I will I will deep dive into it, but really, like Lapis story was a story of vengeance, and Paradox story was a story of redemption. Okay, cool. But not fan freedom system. I know I'm correct, but you're I, not. I won't fight about you. Whatever. You're not. It's cool. Sure, I concede to you because you are 100% correct. See, you said on air. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the book reviews. Oh, yeah. So we didn't, oh, we didn't talk about our favorite moments of the show. Oh, yeah. I forgot how we do spoiler casts because we haven't done one in like forever. A while. Uh, Not an official one. Yeah. And the last one was probably Quinn. <laughs> yeah, it was probably Quinn. Um, Really, so you were just like, what was, like, what did you think, what would you want to have seen different in the season? Let's start with that. Mm, I would have wanted. I don't know. I kind of didn't like the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy love story side arc because it was fucking stupid and I seemed forced. I understand in the comics they're lovey dovey and that's fine with me because Harley, you know, they have their own thing. They're never like coupled up, but they're always no. like hitting on each other and they sleep together once in a while and yeah. it's heavily implied that they're been together a couple times. Yeah. I would have liked that more so than them like becoming a couple, but the story needed it to go that way through Kite yeah. Man because if. So if Kiteman wasn't in the show and it was just Harley and Poison Ivy, they just would have slept together and just been like... It would have played it up was still to, been, It would still been awkward. Yeah, it would have played up to them eventually getting together. Yeah. But without but, the, but the... Without them actually getting together right. together. So I think that was a little dumb. I didn't like how they wasted Mr. Freeze. Okay. Because he would have well, yeah. been, been a cool villain. Well, that's why. It was I understand why. It's also a comedy. Yeah. And like, no one expected it. Exactly. You have to... That's and the, Nora Freeze came around and that right. was kind of cool. But like, again... They wasted a, a great actor and they wasted a great villain. Sometimes it's just money. But like they killed Scarecrow, they've killed uh, yeah. him, they've killed a bunch of characters. Like, right, and again, they're running out of characters. No, because like again, you have to realize it's not met. It's not met in the same vein as like across the comic books. And also, no Aquaman. <laughs> it's also not meant to be in the same vein as comic books. It's meant to be very different. I'm aware. You know, so that's why we're not really comparing it to anything. Right, exactly. There's no <laughs> comparison. Um, but like I said, like that's like I try to forget your gripes because the the. Mm-hmm. Hard so, to fight me. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, it's not hard. The they say I have the similar gripes because the I don't. I'm not against the kite man Harley Quinn relationship. It makes sense because because it's not every kite man. Well, I'm not um, against that. No, it's not that. I say this anytime relationships are used in any sort of uh, genre. I mean, they're always crushing. Whether it, whether it's, it's a comic book, a TV show, a movie. A lot of times in TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times in TV shows because the problem is you spend this entire time will or will not they not get married. Yeah. So that's like whether a couple will or will they not, they not get together. Yeah. Then what the, what happens when you get to that point where you have to you have to decide? Yeah, and they I think they chose poorly. Well, no, they did actually make sense. Where you have Holly, what them get not get together and this entire thing and what either you either do two things you write out Kite Man and Poison Ivy or you wouldn't write out Poison Ivy. That's what I'm saying. You would have to though. 
given the story that they, they were married, building, they wouldn't. You didn't have to write her out. Well, no. Given the she story, they've been doing team ups and stuff. Well, no. Because given the story they were building up, that Holly's in love with Ivy. Like that, that's all. That's the whole thing they were building up towards. Mm-hmm. And then what? Ivy gets married, and then you keep her in the show where you have that weird, awkward shit the entire time. Oh, Harley can get over her crush and move on. Well, that's the whole thing. You would, the problem is you would spend the next season then just still doing that. Oh, well, well no, how she, can they... Because that's the whole thing. As a show... the first two episodes to get over it. wouldn't be it. first two. No, they wouldn't. Because the way they would probably do... Because, yeah, she's married now. So they, she would probably just write her out. And then have Harley deal she with the fact... would not write her out. She would still show up and hang out. She just wouldn't be a bigger... She wouldn't be as huge. Well, that's, my, that's the problem. Then you have her show up where Harley... Well, you have that unrequired feelings for her. They both clearly have feelings for each other. Have that there the entire time. And then play off that the entire season. That's what the angle they probably would have gone with. And mm-hmm. then eventually write her out... Ending up with someone else. Like the Booster Gold thing now. You would yes, have introduced right. Booster Gold. I'm just using an example because yeah, it happened in the book. Yeah. But, like, you would have introduced Booster Gold, for say, in the season, like in season mm-hmm. three. And then that would have yeah. been her way out of her having feelings for Ivy and then her having feelings for Booster. Or they could have done. I'm just using him as an example. Yeah, or they could have done. Or Red they, Tool, or whoever yeah. you want to use. I think it would be cool to introduce Red Tool. But um, I think it would be fun if they did let Poison Ivy get married yeah. to Kite Man. Obviously, there was still some tension between her and, uh, and Ivy, uh, her yeah. and Harley. But then you have Booster Gold get introduced as a potential love interest. And then Harley Quinn says, nah, not feeling it. She goes back in time and stops the wedding. And that would be an interesting arc to make Kite Man a bad guy for the second half of that season. But I don't want... There's no need to make Kite Man a bad guy. No, no, if that's the way they went, I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah if they had the wedding and then Harley Quinn goes back in time to ruin everything, yeah. Kite Man finds out that it was time travel, he'd become a badass bitch. Yeah. He'd be like, are you kidding me? Well, Kite so, universe. Well, it's the whole thing. Like, it, it, it's... Kite war. That's the thing. I know we... I, I can pretty much definitely say that next season Kite Man won't be in it. I'm not going to say he won't be in it. He just won't be big. I just don't think he'll he will. be in, like, one episode. I don't think he'll... He maybe... Maybe, but uh, oh, like we were saying, like he may be like, uh, like a, oh, they get invited, like it's because it's, it's six months again, you know, yeah, from the time they get there. And then he like he invites them to the wedding, right? Yeah, you as, know, like, good, show good faith, right? As like, oh well, and it's the whole thing, like, uh, like it's the dream wedding, and it's Ivy rethinking that her, like, oh, I could have had this, but yeah. I gave it up. And then her and Harley go through a little bit of emotional distraught, right? And then they end up like trying to do a wedding but then it falls through because right. of bad guys or because yeah. of stupid comedy again yeah. the problem with relationships in any sort of TV show especially is especially a comedy or, or any besides the, anything besides the drama yeah it, it's hard to do because once they're together what what happens to the story yeah, exactly what are they going to do now yeah there's nothing you can't build it up to because yeah you build it up you built it up to the entire season one was building up to Holly finding her independence then season two was her Holly fighting at Independence and then finding out that she has feelings for Poison Ivy mm-hmm. and now they're together. Then season three is going to be them together and the problem is you have to either break them They'll up. They'll definitely break up halfway through. They have to either break up in general and never get back together or they stay together. Eventually they break up for a time and then get back together. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing now you get to play with when you're in I a think they can end the show at season three by having them be together for the first six episodes. Yeah. Break up for seven and eight. And then the last four are them slowly getting back, uh, seven to nine. The last three episodes are them getting back together. Yeah, something like something that. Because like, yes, it's all, again, it's, the problem is now that they're in a relationship, you, you need have to, to... You need the tension. You need yeah. to fridge the relationship for a sec, yeah. bring it back in. Because you, you have to evolve your story around that relationship. Because yeah. once, it, I mean, you can have cool episodes where it's like, 
And you can focus on, like, Jim and King Shark and right, the other guys that, that they did before. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where it's like, oh, you know, even if it's, like, like Ivy's like, hey, I really, like, they're, like, talking about... Did you about do Harley's, uh, Ivy's daddy issues as yeah. well. Yeah, so we have, they, they skip around it a lot, but now you can bring them in, yeah, you know. Yeah, because maybe now Harley and Ivy want to get married, and they break up maybe because of her father. Right. And then in that break, it's Ivy's story to rebel against her family. Yeah. And finally get over her baggage. Yeah. And then... Harley figuring out what exactly she wants in a relationship rather than just sex. Yeah. And or whatever. Sex and love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like an actual, like, family. Yeah, like, she's, she's instead of, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. then we can see the last three episodes being them getting married or mm-hmm. them just saying, we're good, and they yeah. adopt, like, a kid and a dog, right. and then, well, like, it ends together, the show. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're together, and they, again, the same reason, same kind of anything we got. Yeah. In this and Darkseid's got to be in an episode, too, because he said he'll be back. So. Yeah, well, of course, that's yeah. what we figured. So we get one Darkseid episode. Yeah, exactly. So, favorite moment of the season? Uh, fav- we just talked about our worst moments, and yeah. we went on a rant. Favorite moment? Um, I liked Me Mr. Freeze right. in the show. Okay. But, again, poopoo that they wasted him. Uh, I liked Bane's episode a lot, because I just love... you like Bane? Because Bane's hilarious! How do you not like the fucking... I never said the super like exaggerated version of Bane. And then I really like the uh, King Shark stuff. King Shark and Clayface are my two favorite characters. And when they keep teaming them up together, it's fun. Yeah. So yeah, those two together. And there's that, that scene near the end where Clayface turns into that giant monster. And Harley goes, are you kidding me? You could have done this the whole time. No, except you kept turning into divorcees and angsty teens. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, <laughs> that, that was good. so funny. <laughs> that was good. I didn't like that one. Hey, what was your one of your favorite moments? Um, one of my favorite moments was actually... Besides the shit in the sea fart. Yeah, that was That was funny. Um, let's see. Oh, the real you, where uh, Clayface is uh, the teen girl yeah. the entire time. And, and he's like, he's going through like, should I should I go to the party with Brad? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, like, and Harley's like, this doesn't matter. What do you mean? And he's like, he's super popular because like he actually goes to the school yeah. when he's not around with the other guys, which yep. is super funny. <laughs> I do like all that. Oh, and um, the muscular Riddler with the calves. Besides that, no, the, the uh, oh, when King Shark and Dr. Psycho are, uh, oh, what were they getting? They were getting um, uh, water. Oh yeah, they were water, and, the, the, water that, and that, that little like, mini like sub yeah. uh, plot story in that episode with the water. And there was the two of them, two of them against the Two Face Gang, and yeah. they come back and they're all dressed up. And yeah. oh no, because they end up in Bane Town. Yeah. And then they come back and they're all luchas around. Me. Yeah. <laughs> they actually... You're not gonna ask about this? this? Okay. Yeah. Here's your fucking water. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, I hope. Uh, I don't believe they killed Doctor Psycho. I don't remember, but I hope they bring him back in some capacity because he's part of the he's a big part of the yeah, show. Yeah, part of the main cast. I don't think any of the main cast will go away. Well, Size Borgman is away, but not because he's now in the TVs and stuff. Because yes. he's like that weird side thing. Yeah, yeah. So everyone will return, but I just want to see what they're going to do if they do choose to return. Exactly. Because like King Shark and Clayface, I feel like they can do their own thing, but I, I don't know, man. I just want more. So yeah. You ever ask about this? Fine. That's fair. <laughs> Here's your fucking water. All right, man. Let's move on to book reviews. Actually, let's do. Uh... Let's do our extra port. <laughs> Sorry for the ear rape, guys. It got pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking. It's been a long freaking time. It's been months since I've done an extra port. So we are finally doing an extra port. It is Jonathan Hickman's. John Size, John Size X-Men, Magneto number one, written by John Hickman, and art by Perez. Um, 
it's not that crazy of a big story. Again, it's a one shot, so I will not. It's go one into of the giant size X Men ones. Yeah. yeah, it's just a big. So I will not go into super mega spoiler territory. But it is Magneto teaming up with Emma, um, and Magneto trying to find his place after Koa currently, um, and rebuilding, um, reinforcing the idea that he belongs there. Um, Magneto's single-minded goal to protect and uplift mutant kind, uh, above all else, has been, has been an ongoing source of strife and. He's never been so close to getting that goal mm-hmm. before, and that's a direct quote from uh, the other uh, issue called "It's called Wait and See." Um, so it's him kind of trying to deal with this new reality he's in. So he goes back to talk to people like Namor, who he's dealt with in the past, and Emma to figure out what he needs to do to go forward in Xavier's new uh, Krakoa uh, X Men. It's cool. I really like it. I love the artwork in it. Um, this, again, it's a Magneto story, and I'm a, I'm a Magneto fan, so I love Who it. Who isn't these days? I know, exactly. Honestly. Again, Magneto's right. I don't know why no one believes me. Magneto and Cyclops, both right. All right. I want this <laughs> t-shirt so bad. Um, but yeah, it's a cool story. It's a great one-shot. I'm definitely giving it a 4 out of 5. I think the only reason why you're not getting a 5 out of 5 is that I have a big problem with these stupid one-shots. It's because you feel like... I feel like it this should always, just be called number this, 4, or whatever that issue is. Not even that. It's the fact that like, grading it as a self... I feel like I, there's always more to it. Like, it, there's like, oh, it leads off with a, this should be a next part to the story. Like, oh, like, uh, I won't spoil the exact ending. But the ending kind of on the lines, like, where um, Emma, and, uh, Emma and Magneto talk a little bit about where they should go next. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, there's going to be like, oh, and then in X-Men issue, like, 11, Magneto and Emma's plan have come to fruition. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get that. You know, it's cool, though, because it does wrap up kind of where Magneto's at, but you know there's more to than just this. We know his... Cause the, like, also, why I give out four out of five is because they also don't bring up the fact that Magneto knows stuff with Xavier and Moira. Yeah. And they don't bring that up. And that's where I'm kind of like, yeah, she really should. Like, you kind of have to. That This is like, with the opportunity mm-hmm. where you should be exploring that a little bit more for the yeah. readers. Instead of like, remember we mentioned this in House of Powers and then in issue one and we never talked about it again? Mm-hmm. These, This is where they should have brought up that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but on that, I really liked it. So I definitely recommend getting it because it's a great kind of little story. Everyone loves my Nito, so oh, yeah. got to get into that. So, All right. Back that to our actual X report. Yeah, so now I'll have another X report hopefully when um, Children of the Atom, if they ever Hellions, drop. Hellions, Children of the Atom, X Factor. I did Hellions in one. Three... Hellions came out? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Really? Yes, it did. Remember at the end, Madeline has all the bodies of the... Uh, the old Marauders strung up in the basement of the old Nebraska orphanage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, I think it's because it came out so long ago, right at the end of the pandemic stuff, and I just forgot. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I remember writing it down. Yep. Yeah, we did talk about it. Wow. Yeah. So the only one we're waiting for really is Children of the Atom. Well, X-Factor. Oh, yeah, X-Factor. X-Factor is the only one that's been solicited. Children of the Atom is still not solicited. Yeah. So really, X-Factor next. So. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And then, of course, X of Swords, all that stuff. I will be doing X of Swords not the, this way. Because, again, there is no well, X, X of Swords is going to be the store book, probably? There is no X of Swords book. I thought there book. was an alpha. No, it's Stasis. And it's, like, the third book in. Mm. Oh. Yeah, so X of Swords, which is going to be wrapping before. Yeah, because that's going to be a little confusing to follow. Yeah, because it's every, it's every X-Men title coming out. Yeah. Mm. All right, so let's move on to our regular book yeah, reviews. Start off, man. So I did the Vault Comics Engine Ward. What is that about, Hunter? I gotta tell you who it's by first, James. You do. <laughs> so it's written by George Mann with art by Joe Isma. E I S M A. Isma, I think. Anyway, it is a book about these. So it's like Mad Max meets Dune, okay. but with robots and celestial gods. It, it gets a little confusing. So 
It's basically Earth has been long since forgotten. Earth? Everyone lives on Ort, O E R T, which is it's Earth, Earth but, right, but like crusted over. Oh, it's an alternate. It's, a, it's like the third age okay. of Earth or something. Okay, it's the like alternate future of Earth. Okay, yeah, and it's about this guy named Ichabod and this uh, female engineer named Joss, and they find this head of this golem from back in the day, okay. and they reactivate it, and then shit starts happening. I don't want to go too farther, too far into spoilers, like what That's the fair. robot says, but this is a very like lore heavy book, but without like big dumps. It's a lot of words, so many. No, it's words. not. It's not that much words actually compared to um, not compared to Empire, Oof. but um, it introduces a lot of world building stuff early on, which is what I like about a lot of new number ones. But not a lot happens. Okay. So like the, so usually I talk about how there's not enough world building in this cool world, but there's a lot of action, and that's good. This one, not enough action. I mean, yeah, enough world building, but not that much action. You need the perfect blend. Tommy right. Gun Wizards, for example, was the perfect blend. At least from what I remember reviewing it before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is, uh, right? Quote me on that, maybe. So, yeah, you need a good mix of this. And I think this almost hits the mark, but it just barely misses it because they only briefly talk about the 12 celestial star gods. That just kind of are there. Is there. And some of them are demons. One of them's like a four-armed guy. Like, they're all old celestials. And it's like, in a world that's grounded with robots and dune creatures, which is like, not grounded, but a little bit, then you add celestial gods to it, just makes it really confusing. And, uh, yeah. It looks like it's going to be awesome, but it's very hard to tell by this first issue. So I'm definitely going to have to give it a, uh, like a 3.5. Like a, a close, close to a 4. Okay. It just needs a little bit more action to be a four, and a little bit more world building and action to be a five. Like more explanation towards the world building, I should say. But if it is one of those slow burn books, I am excited for that because slow burn books, you know, I've been reading a lot of trades. Right. So when I read trades, like I'm reading the Old Garden trade, and that's a slow burn, and the payoff is coming up. Like you, each issue you learn something a little, like mm. about the past of each of the characters. Okay. In this, we're going to get that. We're going to learn about the Earth. We're going to learn about the dude with the mask. We're going to learn about the celestial gods that are hanging out. But very slowly. Okay. So, this is definitely a good book to pick up, but I would definitely say it's going to be a better trade. Okay. But that's just personal. That's right. That's right. Yeah. A lot of people like reading month to month. Yeah. But for the, for the style of book that they're trying to put out lore-wise, yeah. it seems like very, you need to have everything and read it all in one, one shot. One chunk. Okay. Yeah, so you don't like miss anything. It's definitely going to be I'm going to forget what's going to, I'm going to forget about some of in the a month, yeah. Yeah. But and if I read it all together, I'd be like, oh, this again, all connects. I, I, I've awesome. said this before. Some books yeah. just read better in trade. Exactly. You know, I not... think Saga reads better in trade. I don't know. At least the first couple are the first three arcs read better in trade. Yeah. Because like they're slowly building. But like when you read issue to issue, month to month, oof, the spice. So yeah, it's gotta get up there. But anyway, this book is really good, but I wanted a little bit more explanation with a little bit more action to get okay. my like the peaks going. Okay. Know? So out of five, are you going to read? I said 3.5-ish. Yeah. Like a high 3.5. Okay. Like 3.7. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> Add an extra scaling oh, to our grading Oh, God. <laughs> so I guess I'll jump into my book. Yeah, what'd I, you read? I did Sneak Eyes Dead Game by uh, IDW, written by... Uh, Liefeld. Uh, our favorite know. person ever. Is it written by Liefeld? He did some of the stories, yeah, I think. Yeah, story and all by Liefeld, yep. But the script was done by someone else. Chad right? Bowers. Yeah. Who's done a bunch of stuff with yep. um, Liefeld before. Yep, so it's also drawn by Art Liefeld. So, um, if you're a J.I. Joe fan, uh, it's great. It's a Snake Eyes heavy story. It's focused, I mean, it's not heavy. Snake Eyes heavy. It's solely focusing on Snake Eyes. Yeah. Um, he's on a mission. Um, a lot of it also, there's a, 
uh, resurrected of a um, old undead uh, ninja master has been resurrected, and he's also for his unliving uh, uh, his undead blade. We also faces Thor, I guess, in the opening of the book, which is weird. Like he voices a Thor, which yeah. was I think was unnecessary, but again, this Liefeld throwing Liefeld things in here. Um, you get to meet the original Jai Joes in here. Joe Colton is the original Joe, and it's going to be the four of them uh, versus the Grave Master. Um, so Scarlet, uh, Joe, um, say guys, I can't remember the, the other guy's name. I'm not great with Jai Joe names. I want to say Roblox, but I want to double check that. Do, do, do. Yes, it is Roblox. Yes, okay. I couldn't remember his name. Um, it's gonna be them getting ready to go against um, and go against and stop uh, the Grave Master from uh, whoever's taking over the world, mm-hmm. unleashing his army of the dead and finding his immortal sword. Um, what's cool about a Snake Eyes story is that he doesn't talk. He kind of like and I'll, I'll, like barely. I'll use it. In right? this, I'll use it in this book's context. He doesn't talk at all. Yes, yeah, sometimes he talks. So a lot of the pages are text dialogue about his inner th- about. Um, oh yeah, that's what he does. He has his inner thoughts. Yeah, he. They don't even have that. Really? It's just, it's just he... way they. Yeah, a lot of the te- no, no. I mean, yes, you're yeah. right. Okay. They they do have those because you can't just have a lot of it. But like a lot of this book is just the text are from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but and the pages that he's in motion fighting, it's not just it's not just spread pages of uh, it's not just spread pages of just nonsense is just plain action it mm-hmm. is preparation with action but the text bubbles that are the text fonts that are there are ways to describe the great like the, his fighting style and the, what why he's doing it mm-hmm. um other than that you know my feelings about life health yeah so one of my biggest problems i have with the book is that everyone's the same all the heads are exactly everyone the same. like literally roblox and joe colton look exactly the same for a skin palette yeah like the heads look the same the bodies look the same um, the only one that stands out very differently is uh, Snake Eyes because he has and a uniform. Scarlet. And Scarlet because she's a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and, but there's even a scene like there's a, like, I guess a weasel that she's following and the weasel looks weird. That Scarlet, <laughs> like, like, literally, I'll show you. <laughs> that's not a weasel, that's a dog. That's uh, Snake Eyes' wolf. Either way, he looks, he's, <laughs> look at him. Look at him. He does look mad weird. <laughs> it looks like he's, he's smiling. Like, he's like, hmm. Like, like, angry little man. <laughs> Did they smush the wolf's face to like a pancake? Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> I, like I said, I do have problems with Life of art. Uh, art. Yeah. The story's not bad, but again, like I said, it's very. If you're not, it's it, you don't have to be a GI Joe fan to read this book, and I, it's that's what's great. That's what's great about it. But my big problem with the book is that it doesn't make me care about Snake Eyes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not yet. My draw, yeah. Again, it's also issue one. My drawer for this book would be like, oh, cool. I've heard of Snake Eyes. And I don't want to read a Snake Eyes story. Kind of like assassin. Like if this was not a, if this was a Snake story going on a secret mission from the Joes, yeah, going and going either against like Storm Shadow or going to infiltrate Cobra, mm-hmm. or let's oh, give him, let's let's kind of make a, up a, like a Logan Origins backstory for him type of thing, where it's yeah. like it's not true, but it may be true. Some of the information may be true. Yeah, something like that. I would like. This mm-hmm. is just a here's a mission that Snake Eyes is going on because he he ended up being caught up in some BS. Yeah. Which I'm like, I feel so weird for a book that's been around about a military organization. Like someone would just fall into some with folly and end up in some BS, mm-hmm. you know, and that'd be the crux of your story. For in order for them to also then team up with the Joes, this might as well just been a G.I. Joe book. Yeah. Instead of Snake Eyes headlining it, I think it's more of Liefeld had an idea for a story for Snake Eyes. He just wanted a Snake Eyes story. Yeah. 
But again, no, having to do it. Yeah, but again, having Joe, Roadblock, and Scarlet there, you that could be a mini arc in the Joe Joe book. Exactly. And be like the four of them are going to stop this guy for when you do a, a Snake Eyes book. They did uh, a couple years ago. They did a really good one. Yeah. It was just Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and then um, the new Snake Eyes character yeah. was showing up every once in a while. Yeah. Who later but, became Snake Eyes when he died in quotes or right. whatever. Well, yeah. What does that mean? It was a Snake Eyes agent of Cobra where he became evil or something. There's one with the cool. girl. Well, and they, one was that the girl showed up. Yeah. And she was a Snake Eyes for a little bit. Yeah. Which is fine. Do that. Mm-hmm. Like be like, hey, we're going to like drop in some lore that. Maybe this is Snake Eyes' true origin, but then we realize it's not. Like, it's all yeah. ploy. It's fine. Anything. But this seems like a kind of not. This is a G.I. Joe story with Snake Eyes put in the forefront. It'd be yeah. like, you know what it reminds me a lot of? It reminds me a lot of um, Wolverine the X Men. The second the second run in the book. The newest one. Uh, the second run. Yeah, the second run of it. Where it was like Wolverine the X Men and Wolverine's name was the title, but like mm. he wasn't really in the book that often. Exactly. I was like, here, it's but it's an X Men story with a you know, it's a Wolverine story but with the X Men forefront. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. So I'm giving it three point five. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was your yeah? Uh... My negative, like I said, I had a lot more negatives. Like I said, the only positive thing is that I like how Storm Shadow uh, Snake Eyes looks. Yeah, he always looks cool. So even in his first appearance, he looks almost exactly the same. Exactly. He has a different visor. Yeah, the face mask is different. Yeah. Other than that, like I said, three point five. It's again, it's not awful. I just it, it reminds me so much of Major X. That's yeah. why. So I'm like, eh. That's well, because we just got the Liefeld burn. Exactly. For that. So, Whoa. moving on to our store book of the week. Warning. Full spoilers for issue one of Empire. Full spoilers. So, we are covering Avengers Fantastic Four Empire number one, written by Al Ewing and Dan Slott, with art by Valero Shitty? 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 Let me see. I'm not trying to pronounce that. Yeah. I think it's Shitty? Shitty? And then Marte Gracia. Yes. So, so we've been hyping this book up for a while yeah. now. Between <laughs> Avengers, F, Avengers Zero, FF Zero, Road to uh, Empire, um, it's wordy. We're not gonna like do all like we're, we're not doing full page. spoilers, but we're not gonna go like into, into it. it. It opens up with them with Fantastic Four approaching the ship so which we got last time. The one thing about this book, and I'll tell you right from the opening, if you did not read Zero for Avengers and FF or Road Two, you don't need Road Two. You don't know. You don't need. You don't need Road Two at all. Really? Actually, you don't need Road Two at all. All Road Two was was a nice way to be like, if you didn't know the history between the the Korean Scroll, that's mm-hmm. all that was. Like, if you don't know the history of Korean Scroll and you want to pick up this book, you need Road Two. But if you know the history of the Korean Scroll, you don't need this. Mm-hmm. If you read Incoming, it's the same thing. So, but you absolutely need to read FF Zero and Avengers Zero to understand what the hell's and going where on. Where everyone is right to why why the FF is. In that position when they show up. Exactly. And why the Avengers are there when they show up. Yeah. So you absolutely need those. Yeah, so there's a part in the book where um, the Fantastic Four are trying to sneak past the Kree militia, or the Kree warships, and Invisible Woman turns to Jet Invisible, and then they're trying to find out who's behind it, and Ben goes, oh, hey, it's what's-his-name, and then Reed goes, it's Hulkling, and we can see that they're invisible, and, you know, blah, 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 so he's like, oh, whatever, let him in. And yeah. then there's this whole, like, conversation with them, and then it jumps to the Avengers. Oh, man. This is confusing. Swordsmaster's here. She-Hulk gets a new weapon. Like, it's she gets one of the uh, accuser hammers. Yes. Gee, this so, is, like, super mega confusing. I didn't not, read the other two. That's why I'm confused. That's why. This so, was good, but I'm confused. That's <laughs> why I recommend, and this is where I will tell everyone you have, before picking this book up, and this is my one knock on it, is that you have to, you have to have read Avengers... Zero and FF Zero yeah. together. Yeah, it's a money grab, but you have to. Yeah. So, I continue on where Hunter was talking about. Um, 
you what's cool about it is that you do get the final assembly between the Avengers showing up and the FF showing up together and figuring out what's happening, um, what the Kree Skrull Alliance is happening, that which we're talking about in FF Zero. Again, mm-hmm. without reading that, you're going to be a little bit confused. And why the Avengers are even there and what's going on with Hulkling and why he is even worried about the, uh, I want to say, Kyoti? Quoti? Quoti? Q-O-Q-U-O-T-I. Is that how you spell it, or is it just Q-U-O-I? No, him, the son, is uh, Sir Koi. That's okay. his, Koi is his name. Okay, Koi, that's what it was. Um, but because no one understands why the Korean Skull have gotten together... It's because they're teaming up to fight these guys. Right, but no one else understands that. Yeah, except so, for Hulkling, the Kree, Swordsmaster, kind of, Yeah, and now the Fantastic Four. Yes, but the Avengers don't know. So the Avengers show up to protect the Sir Koi, that's the actual race. Yeah. Um, and how powerful you actually get to see, uh, how powerful Hulkling is. Yeah. And then we also get to see the ghost Quinjet and Black Panther's new mech. Mech suit. So, yes. So, fuck yes. That's why I wish Invasion of Wakanda was still going on, because we would have had mech suit stuff. Yes. And then the Ghost Rider one shot would have had more space stuff. But, and then you see the yeah. rise of Koi from becoming, from being just a simple, the simple regular Celestial Messiah to his actual leader of the people. To the new Avengers. Yes. He, he, <laughs> he, he proclaims himself to the Avengers and then decides to take over and kill. Potentially. Two, potentially. Two Avengers. And it's. Two of the Fantastic Four members. Two Fantastic Four members. And yeah. it's bloody as hell. The Fantastic Two. Um, Back to Marvel wants, 2 in 1, baby. Because he wants a, a Kotai. That's the name of the race. Okay. C O T A I. Okay, Koidi. Um, but they actually you figure kind of out why what they're doing and why they want to do it. It's because they want to actually get rid of all living animals, and they want a plant only uh, society. Because again, if you don't read Zero of FF and you don't read Zero of Avengers, you don't understand what the whole backstory with the Kodai is the with with the uh, Korean scroll and why they hate yeah. them so much. I think it's because what they terraform their planets, right? No, like they so. Fuck shit up. Back in the blue area of the moon, that's where the cars now live, mm-hmm. uh, or have, how now... Oh, that's moon. why the X-Men get involved. Yes. At least the summer's friends. Yes. Um, the reason is that um, the Skrull were the superior race of, of the three. Yeah. They would then have the Cordai and the Kree fight it out to get uh, supplies. Uh-huh. Eventually, the Kree um, decide to kill all the Cordai and take their place up and oh well you can only give us weapons now and us supplies and then eventually became the mega race we know a lot yeah. uh, the Kordai pretty much have been subjugated the entire time now and now that they think it's, they have time to rise to go against the Kree and Skrull who've subjugated them the entire life, mm-hmm. the entire time so that's what all that is and now they go off to uh, now the Kordai is going to pretty much kill everyone and that's what, also why you explain why it's called Empire also yeah uh, Empire is the name is actually a uh, Roman name. It means uh, it means Imperium. It's a, a it's not just an empire. And it's not that thing that uh, Namor says. Imperius Rex. It's not that. <laughs> so that's pretty much a quick spin through. I know we normally do a better, but this is if you this is mega event territory. It's mega event territory because we will do wrap up for the end. Yeah, and also it's confusing, and we don't want to it's, confuse it's a you li- more. It's a little confusing if you didn't read Avengers Zero and FF Zero. Um, it's a great. Concepts there. Yeah, I don't think it's a great opener if you didn't yeah, read. I the didn't other read two. the other two, so I'm giving this a kind of low grade. I'm giving this like a three. Okay, just because of that, it's yeah. not new reader friendly. Honestly, right? It is a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. If you know the Avengers team, and right? You know the new Fantastic Four, of course. Like, well, the old Fantastic yeah. Four, but back now, you know that. You know what's going on. Yeah. 
and well, you know something's going on because if you've been paying attention in the books, like they've been teasing it. But yes, if you it. haven't read the other three books, well, you, two mostly, yeah, it's two, confusing. You're lost. You yeah, like, I, lost. it opened up, and I was like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. Like, oh yeah, they did okay. do that, they, but it was. It gets it, better about halfway through. Right. Once the Avengers shows up, it yes, gets a little easier. Because the story to read. itself flows. Yeah. But the problem is that it, the you know what's really hard. That'd be like them saying, "We're doing a TV. We're doing a movie." But you need to have watched the, the, this, these two TV shows that make this movie up. Yeah. You know, it's like, but I didn't watch those TV shows. Well, sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. You can't just go in here and watch this movie. Yeah, I'll tell you, um, there's a show uh, over in the UK called The Inbetweeners. Okay. It ended a while ago, and they made two movies. Yeah. If you just watch the movies, yeah. you have no idea what the fuck's going on. I watched the TV show first, yeah. but I know by watching the show and yeah, the movies, point, though. if you just watch the, the two Inbetweeners movies... They only give you just enough to know what's going on. Yes. But if you had to watch the show. See, that's that's yeah. like this. Like, this tells you Same kind of... Doctor what, Who movies. This has been like two kind right. of Doctor Who movies. They've like been specials. They've been special, but that's the same thing. Yeah. You can't just jump into the Doctor Who special and know what's going on. Exactly. Um, this is a very feels very much the same way. Like, you kind of know because you know who the Avengers are. You know the FF. Mm-hmm. But, like, the entire backstory of why anything's going on, you had to have read the other stuff and you had to have read Incoming. And you had to read Meets the Scrolls, you know, Road 2. Uh, wrote to the uh, to Imperium, like yeah. emp- uh, Empire. So it requires a little bit of back work, which is not hard. Yeah. But this is one of those. I feel like I'm giving it three because I don't want to have. I don't want like War of the Realms. You need to know seven years of Thor to really know what's going on. They give you just enough. But you, but but the thing, you but need I, to know. I could. I went to War of Realms. Not reading all well, ten years. I read up to J. I read after Original Sin forward. I knew what was going yeah, on. Yes, yeah, so did I. Didn't I didn't read all seven years. I need to read like four years. Like, I I read Jane for seven. Yes, so you kind of yeah. understand. But if you didn't, yeah. I gave the people that didn't read Thor at all, and they're like, "Yeah, it's great," because it was so reader friendly. Because they didn't open up with Malekith like going, "Oh, this was going on." It was Thor. Yeah, explaining go, to the Avengers what's like, what's happening, what's going on, and that was that was your end to the story. Mm-hmm. But they like, just released two. One shots that tie into this right. thing. They, so, that's the thing. War of the Realms didn't do that. They were right. kind of like, we'll just give it all to you in the first issue. This one's like, you're in the middle of the war. Have fun. Right. And I'm like, uh, I don't. Imagine if those two issues didn't come out and they just gave you. They this. would have to. Well, the issues would have come out. The problem yeah. is not everyone bought them. That's true. Because you don't know. Yeah. Because you, you, you get, don't want to waste your money on an extra story. You know right. What I mean, that's a. That's and a I get story. it. No, I get it. Because yeah. like you don't. Because again, like as Avenger and if you're not reading Fantastic Four, why would you why read Fantastic Four? Four Empire one? one, like I'm reading Avengers NFF, so I got them both anyway, yeah. and I plan but on I know Empire who aren't anyway. Reading Fantastic Four, exactly. Who will get the Avengers one and then get this and then go, what the fuck? And then uh, we'll tell them like you gotta get yeah, the you other gotta one. get the other one, which we have. So right, and that's the whole <laughs> thing. You like you had to get the other one, mm-hmm. and I hate that. I don't want because again, I want you don't want to be forced to spend right. money to know what the big as a prelude yeah. as a prelude like, I yeah. get as a prelude like it does help you learn and understand things yeah but it shouldn't be mandatory for me to pick up this book yeah and be like I want to read Empire here you go here's yeah, one like through Iron six Iron Man 2020 the first that issue that you need work no but the first issue still gave you a good recap oh right exactly like, I, I didn't I haven't read Iron Man since like he went into a coma after Civil War 2 yeah because I was reading Superior and then continuing to that where Ironheart was just mentioned and like once he got into the coma I kind of stopped I picked up uh, 2020, I think we talked about it way back in the day. Yeah. I knew what was going on. Yeah. Because they gave me a decent description of, like, Tony's gone again, Arno's here. This was up. Tony was a robot, here you go. Yeah, and that's it. I feel like that, the, what they should have done is, like, instead of giving us two preludes, double size issue one. Yeah. Combine those to one double size issue. And made that issue one. I made it issue one, like, the and Avengers side, the other half is the yeah. FF side, and, and then opening, and then the final page would have been the opening of this. Yeah. 
And then two forward. Like you find out it's Hulkling and then it ends? Yes. Okay. And then two forward would have been the rest of the series. Yeah. That's it. Good. That's it. And cap it off with, instead of an epilogue, cap it off with, the, the epilogue will still be the final issue, let's yeah. say. You know, so. That's my. Secret Avengers, where they added an extra yes. issue. Oh, yes. Secret Avengers, Secret Empire. Uh, no, Secret Wars. No, Secret, oh, they did it with Secret Empire, too. Yeah. Yeah. Where they added an extra issue. Yeah. Just to be like, we're adding an issue to the end because we needed to combine the first right. issue to make it more, make more sense. Exactly. Yeah. So. On the plus side, we were smart enough to give all our customers that were getting Empire the uh, the tie-in, so yeah. we were lucky. But not everyone did that. Yeah, exactly. Not everyone picked it up, you know. So and again, it was we, a fi- there were five dollar books. Yeah, and also not even just money wise, we didn't know what was in them until the books came out. Exactly. So we couldn't like pitch it to our customers. Like, right. Hey, this is actually important. You exactly. Actually you this. have to get it because like again, I think it was a bad part on Marvel's. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I do really agree with us, that. Like, what was going on? Right. Because all they had is like you kind of like not like, like they told us like a retailer's thing. Like hey, you gotta you gotta like push these books because they're not gonna know what's going on. And right. It's gonna make the event seem like a little confusing. Right. And that's all they had to do. Yeah. You know, and that makes sense. One sentence. Yeah. One email. Yeah. Like, hey, push these books. Like, you gotta, because it's going to... like five, here's five free ones. Come, push them. Come on, tell us. And that's all they <laughs> had to do. Like, here, this is what's up. You got you have to get these out, because they, they are tied into these. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I guess we'll wrap it up yeah. with... Close us out. So, yeah, I know. It's like, our, so we're giving it a three, right? Yeah, I gave it a three, just because it's not very friendly. As a story, though, it's definitely a four. But, like I said, without, with it being not new reader friendly, it's definitely a three. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really become a big thing for us now. I know. If it's not new reader friendly, hard to push. Still gonna do it. Hard. To push. Oh yeah, and that's all it is. Because you know story, what? Hard to push. Not everyone. Everyone again. I, I say that all the time. Comic books are always. All comics should be treated as someone's first issue. Exactly. If Even you, issue fifty should be right. something. Exactly. Because you can't go in. And, and I, I have this talk with other Spider-Man people. Spider Man does it pretty well. Yeah. Spider Man and Batman know how to recap. And I've said this a hundred times. You don't have to start with a new number one, but you have to make it where it's like a new arc should be. Hey, this is kind of what happened in the last arc. Mm-hmm. Here you go for this new one without going. You need to have read everything tough, tough. You know, tough on on you. Yeah. Like if you jumped in after Tom King's run of Batman ended, if you jump in on eighty six, Tinian barely touches. What happened? Exactly. And yet, technically, it's a new story altogether, so you don't need to do it because it's a new story arc. But, but at least tell us where everyone is. Yeah, so I can understand. Because Alfred's dead. Right. They barely mention that until, like, the issue, like, 87, and even with, uh even with the last issue that came out, yeah. or the whole Shadow relationship, you don't know their relationship until they frig- until then. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, they were together? Yeah, like, you didn't know that unless yeah. you read it. So, I guess I'll wrap this up. Guys, as always, thank you for listening. You can head to our website, androidscomics.com, and check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram and Androids underscore comics. The podcast, Instagram, Androids Amazing Podcast, and Twitter at Androids Comics for updated news and other fun stuff we post. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Always, please, God, leave a review and share with a friend. And we might have some surprises coming on later this week as a post. We- later this week or next week. I, I really got to like, yeah. solidify things. We'll figure things out. But, yeah, follow us on social media. We have a surprise coming out. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Again, as always, support your local shops and guys. Have a nice day. We'll see you guys next week with some weird, more up-to-date, current new stuff. Yeah, uh, some more relevancy. We're yeah. staying relevant. I know. Here we go. To the future. <laughs>